servant is a lower class person. They do all the menial jobs. They get no reward. They're ordered here and there. And they're expected to work hard for no thanks, no reward. Now Jesus took the nature of a servant. And we want to be servants. But you know, it's funny, we don't want to be treated like that. Didn't matter to Jesus. He was treated like one. He emptied himself of all these heavenly claims. He took the nature of a servant. And then he did something. The Son of God humbled himself. He put himself and his will under the authority of God and was obedient unto death. And the interesting thing is he had no guarantee that humanity would receive him. He put his all on the altar. He died at the cross with no contract signed. And when he left, people were still scorning him. You know, we cannot love one another. We cannot love our husbands or our wives or our children. Just reading through 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, we fall short of that. I can't love my husband without Jesus in me. I cannot love and raise my children like God would have me to without the love of God in my heart. We cannot love one another unless we've experienced the love of Jesus. From here to here is about 12 inches. But the result is eternity. We can know about the love of Jesus. We can sing about it. And we can talk about it. But unless we have the love of Jesus in our heart and have experienced the love of God, will live this eternity without him. Perhaps you've never had the opportunity to make a commitment to Jesus Christ. Perhaps today there's something in your life that you have been struggling with all your life. Perhaps your marriage is on the rocks. Perhaps you want to give that love to your husband or your wife or your children or a relative or your church that you see in the scriptures and you want to live a godly life. I'd like for us to consider John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he what? That's right. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever what believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. That's exactly right. God gave his Son that we might not perish. Oh, do you understand that? God so loved us. Romans 5 8 
says, but God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We can try to be good. We can try to do all the right things. But God loved us just like we were and just like we are. He takes us just like we are to the cross. We don't have to do anything different. John 1.12 Yet to all who received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Jeff said God has no grandchildren. Isn't that wonderful? He only has children. And he is ready to receive us at any time. But you know, Satan would like to say a few things on that himself. He'd like to say to you, not today. Not today. He'd like to say, why don't you wait a while and your problem will work out. Your husband will come back. Your wife won't leave you. Your children will straighten up. Did you know he's the father of lies? Jesus is saying today, you know, Come and receive me. Experience the love of Jesus Christ in your heart. And I will give you the ability to love one another. Jeff's going to come up and Pastor Bennett and Jean are going to lead us in some songs. And Jeff's going to tell us how do you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You're asking yourself, boy, I want to do that. I really want to make my life right. I want to stand before God as I am, on my knees, whatever I need. And he will bring about a rebirth. But how do I do that? Jeff's going to tell you, and I'll stand right beside him. When I invited Jesus Christ to come into my life, I was 23 years old and I did it in the living room at home. And I'd been looking at the Bible and the promises that God gives for eternal life. And I'd recognized that in my life there was my own willfulness. There was sin. There were things that I wasn't willing to give up. Yet as I looked at the promises of God, I really wanted to know God personally. I wanted Jesus Christ to come into my life. I wanted to have the eternal life that he promised to give me. So I knelt down in the living room at home and I claimed a promise that I found in the back of the Bible in Revelation 3.20 that says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. And I prayed a prayer something like this. Dear Father, I know that I am a sinner and need your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus, that Jesus Christ died for my sin. I am willing to turn from my sin. I now invite Jesus Christ to come into my heart and live as my personal Savior. I am willing by God's grace to follow and obey Christ as the Lord of my life. Now what I'm going to ask now is that we all stand 
And I'd like to pray this prayer again. And if you want to receive Jesus Christ, I'm going to ask you to pray in your heart with me. And I'm going to pray this prayer, and I want you to pray and invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart. Let's pray. Dear Father, I know that I am a sinner and need your forgiveness. I believe that Christ died for my sin. I am willing to turn from my sin. I now invite Jesus Christ to come into my heart and life as my personal Saviour. I am willing by God's grace to follow and obey Christ as the Lord of my life. In a moment, Pastor Bennett will lead us in prayer. And if you prayed that prayer, I'm going to ask you to come down to the front. Remember, we we spoke earlier about not doing our acts of righteousness before men. So we don't, we don't stay in our seat because of the fear of men, nor do we come out to be seen by men. Our relationship, our eternal relationship, is with the living God. So if you invited Jesus Christ to come into your heart as we prayed a moment ago, I'm going to ask you to come down to the front. If the Lord has touched your heart over any issue that we've discussed this morning and you would like counselling help with that issue, then I'm going to ask you to come down to the front. If you feel that things in your heart aren't right, if you feel that there's there's some area that you need to confess to a brother or sister in Christ, then while other people are coming to the front, then I'm going to ask you if you'll just quietly go to that person and that you confess that sin and get your heart relationship with that person right. If you need to ask their forgiveness, do it now. Now is the opportunity to restore that relationship. If you, have, if, you, if you just want to commit your life to Jesus Christ as Lord, if you've invited him into your heart before, but he's the Lord of, you want to make him the Lord over every area of your life, and just make yourself available to his service, then I'm going to ask you to come down to the front. Pastor Bennett, would you lead us, please? Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this precious hour, this precious moment. First of all, we thank you for the precious word that was shared with us this morning by your anointed vessels and those that you have sent all the way from Australia, Father, to minister to us at this time, to talk to us about your mercy and about your love. To challenge us, oh God, challenge our hearts, challenge our ways, to remind us that you are God of love, that you're God of mercy. And because we are your children, God, then you expect us to love one another. And love not as the world loves, and love not as human love, but to love even as Jesus loved us. 
And so, Father, we thank you for that challenge. And we thank you that brothers and sisters are answering the challenge this morning. That the Holy Spirit has spoken.